Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Egberto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today, folks. Hey, how is everybody doing? Welcome aboard. Melanie Keelan is in the house. Melanie Keelan is in the house. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And so is Eric Hayes, Mike Cisak, Bridge MCP, or New York star. Carl Cox is in here with us as well. E2247 and AVQ actually made it in after all. Great to see you, brother AVQ. El Senor Rudnan and the one and only Lee Grant. How are you doing, Lee Grant? Did I miss anybody? If I missed anybody, please forgive me. Anyhow, we are going to have a great show for you today. And we are going to start. I tell you what, let me start with sort of a teaser. This is just from an interview that I did at Netroots uh, with Erica Shamsky. She's an exec with Shire at Volunteer Organizations. I just want you guys to see some of the things that we have planned for the 2024 election, all the mobilization that's occurring. So check out what their company is doing as far as working with candidates, etc. And then we'll get into some other sections of the program with Bernie Sanders and much more. I got some good clips from Bernie that I think is essential that we actually get to. But let's go ahead and get to Erica Chamsky. Then we'll continue. Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis. We are honored today to be with Erika Chomsky with Shire. And who Shire? Shire believes that... Volunteering should be easier. And you know what? Volunteering should be easier. Tell us a little bit about your company. I think you have a new product in Beta that will make a whole lot of things easier for activists. Talk to me about it. So sometimes when someone wants to lend their voice to your movement, to your cause, to your campaign, it's a little too hard for them to show up. And it takes a while to onboard them and engage them. But what if there was a place where everyone who wanted to show up could What if there was a way to recruit and onboard and engage every single volunteer in under a minute and a half? Under a minute and a half? Under a minute and a half. Okay, well, tell me about this. Tell me about it. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So at Shire, we believe that everyone should have a home in the movement. Right. Right. And what we saw during COVID was this move to, to online organizing. Right, a whole yeah. Lot, yeah. And it was kind of messy. You know, yeah. we were figuring it out for the first time. So our co-founder, Samantha, was able to take these lessons learned when she was a campaign manager and use her tech background to create this platform. Mm-hmm. So when you when you work for a campaign that uses Shire, mm-hmm. you're able to, you know, go on there and say, hey, I want to volunteer. I want to show up. I want to be part of the work. And we say, great, come on in. And that's it. It's no. that easy. And when they come on in, what does that mean? Come on in. What do I get from you to make you, first of all, to make you a part of it and, and make it easy for you to be a, a part of it? Absolutely. You? The first thing that you'll generally see, depending on the campaign, uh-huh. is a message from, you know, the candidate. In what let's form? say video, oh, okay. a video message. You get a video message you, over your, your you phone. You get a video or... message. And then 
you get to talk to someone. You get to talk to someone right away. Someone welcomes you and someone says, thank you. A human being. A human being, okay. a real human being, not a robot. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's so simple, right? Right. We know as organizers right. that the best way to retain volunteers and engage volunteers right. and broaden the scope of that movement is to honor them, respect them, thank them, make them feel welcome and make them feel like it matters because it does. It matters. We need everyone. I tell you something that's interesting because a lot of times and I, uh, my daughter will go on and say, dad, you're always using that word antiseptic. But there are some times that you find that uh, with all these online tools, uh, they're really made in a form that's a bit antiseptic. It's not, you know, it's not, it's not, you don't feel that human touch in it. And so it, I don't know, unless you're a real, an, an activist that just is embedded into the system, you, you say you, you, you go in a bit and it, it turns out that you may not want to do it after all. If it's, if what you're saying is, well, I shouldn't say what you're saying, <laughs> given the way your product is designed, yeah. it seems like that is what you're attempting to mitigate. We are, you know, and I think sometimes when, when people show up to volunteer, right. you know, they, they get thrown into like 17 different chat right. channels in a trench coat, right? right? And their phone just beeps forever right. and they go, I can't do this. Right. You know, I want to do one thing. And so at Shire, We've made that a little easier. You know, right. you tell us you want to, you know, do do remote texting. Right. Here's everything you need to do remote texting. You know, whatever service the campaign is using for mm -hmm. that and a chat that will get you involved with other volunteers and organizers to help you be successful in that work. And we've built accessibility right into the platform. Right. So that enables us to engage volunteers with disabilities right. in a way that I think really came to light during COVID, how many people we were leaving behind. Right. You know, our people are out there. Right. They're out there. Let's go invite them in. Let's make it easier for someone to volunteer. You know, even if you're like, like a rural voter, you know, you live in a, a gerrymandered district, you're four and a half hours away from the closest campaign office. That doesn't mean your voice doesn't matter. Right. But you shouldn't have to drive four and a half hours to right. help out. What if you what if you work all day? What if you work at you're, you're a teacher. You get up early in the morning, you go to work, you spend all day, you gotta get home, take care of your own kids, right? right? You can't give eight hours at a time right. to go knock on doors, but maybe, just maybe, you have half an hour every day mm -hmm. that you can make sure that your voice counts. So the way you've designed this is you allow for uh, these metrics to be placed in your system and given these metrics in your system, you can know what to offer that person who wants to volunteer. Well, here's the cool thing about Shire. Yeah. It's not one size fits all. Right. We're able to tailor this for every single campaign, every single organizer. You tell us what you want. You tell At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. 
plus what you need for uh -huh. your volunteers to have, and we'll help you get there. So you build this custom for each particular campaign. It's pretty cool. Okay, so in other words, you have you have a basic framework that you work yes. from, and after that framework, whenever that campaign needs, they they come and they consult and they find out what you need and provide you with. Oh, that, right. When you're an organizer right. or a campaign manager right. and you sign up to use, you know, the Shire system, right. we are going to hold your hand. We are going to help you set this up. But here's the cool part. It's so easy. Right. Like if you can spare like one or two days to uh -huh. learn it, you are going to be well you on it. your way and your volunteers, maybe a couple minutes to figure it out. Now, this is this cloud-based software or is this uh, a... How, both. It's okay. both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on the tech side. Oh, no, no. I, I know. I know. I, no, that's like that's that's fine because I, I I shouldn't be expected the person who is describing the outward functioning of the program. What happened is I'm a software developer and I was intrigued oh. by what you're talking. Well, about. then you tell me. Oh, no, 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 no. I was I was actually intrigued by. The, the, it's pretty what you're cool. Talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. pretty cool. You know, yeah. and it works on web. It works on mobile. It's like yeah. it should be. You agree? It should be easier. No, yeah. No, and and that's why I said when I earlier spoke about it, things being antiseptic. That's what I meant, right? Yeah. In other words, if you can get a system that is bait, that actually is. And user-friendly is an overused word because user-friendly is not what we're talking about. We're talking about human, sort of hum, uh, human-friendly. In other words, something that people yeah. want to do. Yeah, you know? it's like. Everyone should have a home, right? Everyone there should feel at home. When they want to show up, exactly. they should feel at home. And we can help. Right, right. And, and there you go. You know, that, that's what's important. But anyway, so give, you know, I always end with one particular question. What would you have liked me to ask you about your tool or about what you guys are doing that I didn't? Well, that's such a good question. That's such a good journalist question. There you go. <laughs> it, it takes me out of trouble. I know. And I, I, I always, I should be expecting it. And yeah. I never am. <laughs> Nobody, don't worry. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody does. I think the most important thing to know about Shire is that, well, not the most important right. thing. One the of the very important thing right. for organizers to know about Shire is that we're ready to go. If you want to go to our website mm -hmm. um, and sign up, and we're in beta right now, uh -huh. which means that we have some flexibility right. to work with campaigns and figure out who needs what. Right. And it's it's really kind of an exciting time. You know, I think digital organizing, remote right. volunteering is going to be so, so crucial in 2024. Right. You know, I don't want to bum you yeah. out, but like... We have got to win. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. I tell you what, how can folks who want to help their volunteers, how can they get in touch with you? Well, right now we're working with a wide variety of campaign organizers, candidates, uh, unions, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's really great. So if you are running a campaign, if you need help, if you need volunteers, if you want to really, truly engage people, wherever they're at, just come on over to the website and check so us out. So what's your website? Getshire.com. Getshire.com. Spell it out because uh, sometimes you know how it goes. Uh, G-E-T-S-H-I-R-E dot C-O-M. All right. You could have said dot com. <laughs> anyway, Hi, it's it, more fun. <laughs> it is my pleasure, Erica. Thank you so kindly for having me on Politics so Around. And keep up. You guys keep doing that good work because we need all the help we can get in progressive uh, activism. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care.
spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you enjoyed that. I make sure that the the producers and executive producers of that particular video is shown on the screen. All of you guys who supported what we did out there in Chicago. One more time. Thank you very much. And like I said, that's why your names are on every one of the videos and YouTube that we do uh, for this particular uh, for this particular project that we did in Chicago. Anyway, welcome aboard. Uh, I think Melanie Keelan is in as well as May Wood. May Wood found us. Great, May Wood. Let's see if there's anything I need to read out here. Lee Grant says, progressive border policies give us Massachusetts governor declares state of emergency amid influx of migrants seeking shelter. We are in a period where we're going to have to go through the, the pains of the migration coming uh, um, a lot from the south, but from all over the world because of many of our own policies in those particular countries so we can't just look at you know it's like trying to it's like trying to heal a, a sore that is infected from within and you're just trying to make it look pretty on the outside instead of digging into the infection cleaning it out so that eventually the outside will look just fine we have a lot of cancers to dig out in our in not only our economic policy but in our foreign policy uh what else have we got here that 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 we should be reading let me see uh, Michael Rodden is talking about wanting term limits, eight years for president, 12 years for House of Representatives and Senate, and 18 years for Supreme Court. Uh, I don't like term limits because I think the best term limit is the voter. I think if a voter wants to keep somebody for longer than 20 years, they should have that ability to do so because it's a democracy. Now, I understand for those who believe, well, the corruption that occurs makes it that incumbent or have that particular thing but i don't know if i i don't know if i'm ready to go there let's see egberto willis you are blurry uh i am looking at the screen here so that must be the speed with which the stuff is going out i am not sure yeah i can see on the youtube channel that it is in fact blurry but what we're transmitting doesn't seem to be blurry here so that must be an issue with youtube It'll correct itself. Um, it's probably a YouTube issue. Uh, okay, let's see what else have we got here. Actually, it is blurry on mine too, but it looks like it's clearing up some. I think it's it's a, uh, a throughput issue right now. Let's see. Bruce says, look okay on Facebook. Eric says, Egberto, no term limits. You get Gerital government. Look at now. Well, I mean, again. Each, each candidate represent the people who vote for them. So if you're willing to say you don't want people to have the right to vote for any candidate that they want at any time, that's fine. Again, I this is not something that I'm going to uh, die on the sword for. If most people really sit there and believe that term limits are the way to go, I will, you know, I will back out. I would back down 
I don't like term limits, but if most people do, it is not a hill that I'm willing to fight on because, again, it's sort of just a subjective issue. Uh, let's see what else we got to go for. Eric Hay says, we have a gerontocracy. I think they call it a gerontocracy. I just, believe it or not, I couldn't spell that word until I had to look it up when uh, that guy used it. Okay, refresh, not blurry anymore. Let me try that. That may be the deal, Bleach. I just refreshed as well. Huh. And I think you may be right, girl. I think you may be right. Not blurry anymore. You're right, Bridge. That is what needed to be done. Just refresh. I guess it gets another connection. All right. Policy of federal government not following current laws via the South allowing flows. Okay. I like, I like that Eric loves to put his, said, give his opinion when it's something that he doesn't quite know about. Brother, please learn a little bit about the policy south of our border, specifically south of Mexico. It is so important before you make certain kinds of comments. All right. Let's see what else we got here. I had to look up the word. I did too, Bridge. All right. We got another video here. This one here was one from KPFT a couple days ago. I want you to see how I addressed the guy who was a real Biden hater. I don't think I completely convinced him of, uh, you know, changing his ways or anything like that. But at least it showed that he was willing to think. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Let's go ahead and bring Joe into the conversation and then we'll continue with the program thereafter. Go ahead, Joe. Come on in. Hey, man, I got a couple of comments for you this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, sir. Man, I just have to say after that tirade, I think you guys are living in complete and utter fantasy land. Sure. Um, Go ahead. School board was taken over because of graft and corruption that really mm-hmm. has invaded and inhabits, you know, the majority of the Democrat Party. I'm not saying, you know, the Republican form of graft and corruption it occurs in, in different ways, but mm-hmm. you guys are nothing but a couple of DNC operatives who write hit pieces, mm-hmm. and and I don't know where you, you make your money, but, you know, it, it's really, you know, to sit up here and say that, um, you know, the, the 2020 election was proven to be, you know, uh, uh, the cleanest in history is out mm-hmm. and out fault. Every, everyone with a pair of eyes saw that it was just utterly rigged. Okay, and, which and election are you talking about, sir? Which election? 2020 or 2022? 2020, 2020 presidential election. Oh, okay, Last go ahead. As are so stoked about about getting women to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and but but honestly, I get this creepy romance vibe that needs to just go away before you, I think you can expect women to start to call. Also, on a daily basis, you support a rapist, mm-hmm. right? You you lend support to Joe Biden, mm-hmm. who many years ago, his uh, uh, one of his aides accused him of raping her. Mm-hmm. She did the right thing right then. She called the police, but then they said, "Yo, well, Senate rules. What say? What happens in the Senate stays in the Senate," and it was completely covered up. Right. And at Tara Reed is her name. And, and you know, it's, it's all fine to say me too, me too, except for her. You guys overlooked the fact that that creepy old baby sniffer uh, is a rapist. And I think, I honestly, I think you're, y'all support him. That clown and his family um, mm-hmm. is why you don't get them. So, Joe, 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 okay, I gave you a whole lot of time to talk because, as you know, I'm, a, I, I'm very fear. I, I'm very fear. Don't hang up, though, but don't hang up at all. 
at all. The same way that I gave you my ears, I'd like to have your ears now. I don't like to play whataboutism, but in, in some respect, I think you're forcing me to play whataboutism. Okay. So there is one incident that one young lady reported with, uh, and, and I'm going into this because I want to let you know that I was in fact listening to you. There's one particular incident with Joe Biden that a woman accused him way after the fact, right, of doing something. Uh, I don't know how you prove that, but let's let's just leave that there. One person, let's let's leave that on the table. But when we you, after the fact, okay, let's for for right then. just like I listened to you, I'll ask you to do the same for me. Uh, now, as far as uh, Trump is concerned, I think it has been a constancy with Trump. And in fact, he is on tape talking about what he does to women. My question to you on that one issue, let's do one at a time on that one issue. Does that offend you? So he doesn't. It's a yes or no, sir. It's a yes or no. Does it offend you on the way he speaks about in, grabbing on women, etc.? In, in the context that he that he says it right, he, he is with his. He, it's a secret recording. He's with his crew. He's laughing and joking. And 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 no, honestly, no. So it doesn't offend you. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. It doesn't offend. It's okay. That's fine. It, that doesn't offend you. It doesn't offend you that uh, he, a, a judge, an impartial judge, said that in as much as he was uh, found liable for sexually abusing a woman, that in but in our parlance today, what he did was rape. That doesn't offend you as well. Did she bring that up at the at the time, or was it much later? After she brought it up at the time, and and there were corroborating witnesses, several corroborating witnesses that convinced her not to bring it to the legal sphere because of who Donald Trump was. Oh, well, you know, I, I haven't seen those those facts, but yeah, that's that's a okay. Problem. Well, that would be a problem with you. I, I I'm I'm so happy that you said that, Joe, because I just got a new impression of you because at first it was pretty bad. Now, let me continue a little bit further. When it comes to the school district, I am not going to deny that the school district has problems, but I, I think any particular person who turns over that district to a person who believe in a voucher system, to a person who believe in the privatization of education uh, for a group that doesn't want that, for parents who don't want that. And remember, uh, purportedly, the Republican Party says that they believe in two things, local control and parent control. And in having the HISD being turned over to a, an, a board dictated by the governor, both of those things were negated. Or don't you have to agree with that by definition? Uh, you know, it, it, come on, it, Joe. It's it, a yes or no, Joe. Come on, let's let's not, let I let's. But it's not yes or no because because this is an this is a crime enforcement thing that they're doing. They're 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 fighting fraud. Uh, again, no, no, no. I, I, let me let me stop you a second. Fraud is not if 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 they're fighting fraud, that's it's in the legal domain, and we do have. Uh, prosecutors, whether it's be state prosecutors, if the local prosecutors doesn't take control, the state could bring a prosecutor and prosecute the specific corruption if there was corruption without saying I'm taking over the entire school board undemocratically. Don't you agree with that, sir? 
No, this seems like a seems like a, a rash move. Seems like a big uh, thank you. Again, what I'm trying to show, brother Joe, brother Joe, what I'm trying to show you is one thing: when we sit down and talk together, right, and not take things from the inflammatory way that you would hear on Fox News or otherwise, that we generally come to the similar conclusions because we're both we both care about kids, we both care about our country. We both care about our city. I got to move on, Joe. But the reason I wanted to bring this up, right, is in as much as you had a diatribe against myself and my brother, Neil Aquino, I think we're closer than you believe. So um, give me a closer before I jump to Johnny. You know my closer, baby. Let's make America great again. Thank you, brother. That's good enough. I want to make America great. I don't know if, about the again portion, but I want to make America great. We, so as you see, uh, when, when, you, when you lead... When you lead folks one step at a time where, it, where things are irrefutable, they either have to accept the irrefutability or they have to accept being, uh, being dumb, right? And nobody wants to be dumb. So when you're, when you're asking the questions in a sequential manner, in, in an, a logical manner, in an effective manner, even as they hate the answer that they have to give, the truth is truth. Is truth. Now you can put your, your neck in the sand, you can lie to yourself, you can do all these different things, right? But when the material is out there, I am sorry, it's out there. And by the way, Bridge MCP, thank you for the list of Trump's accusers and their allegations of sexual misconduct. I wish I had that document. I wasn't doing any research on that then to provide to the guy. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Let me go up into the scroll. And see, uh, Harvey, who is Harvey, Eric? I don't know who you're talking about. All right, Melanie Keelan says, gerontologist is an elderly person, doctor. Eric Hayes says, I don't know what that is. Uh, Michael Rudnan says, nah, the entirety of the Republican Party is bought and paid for by corporations that bribe them, but so is half of, uh, you know, before reading the whole thing, as I was going, I was about to, Michael, don't leave the Democratic Party out of it. And there it is. We think alike, brother. We think alike. But so is half the Democratic Party. It's why we got the Affordable Care Act rather than the public option, rather than Medicare for all or healthcare for all, whichever one you want to call it. Bridge MCP says this guy is a bit ignorant, but, you know, he's a he's an avid listener of politics done right. We'll eventually bring him around. We'll eventually bring him around. All right. Michael Rennes says Tara Reid accused uh, Joe Biden of groping her, but I completely discounted that accusation as she fled to Russia. It's amazing that the place that she went to is a place that we know was involved in helping Donald Trump convince many of the more feeble-minded folks to vote for him, right? I'm not talking about all people, all people who voted for him are feeble-minded, but a lot of people who voted for him are feeble-minded. And that goes by when you listen to some of the conversations that you have uh, on The Daily Show and many other places, right? All right, let's continue. Let's continue. Lee Grant says, clearly the left are election deniers. No, we're not. Uh, you know better than that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Melanie Keelan says, unfortunately, a lot of people seem to think this way. Daniel Edo says the double standard is basic Marxist strategy. You love the Marxist word, the Marxist, Marxist. What can I say? What can I say? Thank you for also showing the PolitiFact. Uh, in more than 60 cases, judges looked at the allegations that Trump was making and determined that they were all without, that they were all uh, without any merit. Thank you very much, Bridge MCP. 
All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Michael Rodney says sexual assault tends to be a serial crime. If there happens to be a single accuser, probably not true. If there's more than five or so, guy's probably a rapist. So in the example, Trump has 26 sexual assault accusers. Yeah, he's a rapist. All right, let's see what else we got here. Bridge MCP says if the left are election deniers why did 61 courts throw out the claim of i mean it, it, the election fraud claim is just that the claim itself is a fraud we know that mike c says bridge mcp and rodney tara reed was threatened by joe biden and others with murder she had to flee for her life i love the way you guys can create some stories you guys are funny i mean it makes you look silly but you're funny Daniel Ledo says, for a Republican, the accusation is enough to establish guilt in the jaundiced mind of Marxist left. Okay, if you think so. We also have Daniel Ledo, rather, E2247 says, if you are neutral in situation of injustice, you choose to be on the side of the oppressor. And there's another way of saying it as well, uh, brother, brother um, E2247. We actually say, you are complicit. What are you? You are complicit. Implicit. Mike Cisak says, Bridge MCP, the courts never took up the cases. They did take some up. I know some of them simply didn't have stand-in. It's a law. They didn't have stand-in. Before you can even talk about there being a remedy or something being wrong, you must have what again? Stand-in. And stand-in just means that some ill uh, occurs. They had no stand-in. So they, don't, they haven't... You have to meet two criterias, right? If you can't even meet standing, what does it tell you? Thank you. All right, Eric Hayes, let's take a, from Donald uh, Michael Rudden. Eric Hayes, let's take <coughs> let's take that thought in a different direction. The Atlantic from 2014. Police have a much bigger domestic abuse problem than the NFL does. Research suggests that family violence is two to four times higher in law enforcement community than in the general population. So, where's the public outreach? Thank you. Where is the public outrage about cops beating up their wives? Where is the public outrage uh, from the abortion move, the anti-abortion movement, where a police officer blew a cap in a, a twenty-one-year, I think she was a twenty-one-year-old girl, pregnant in Ohio. You know, Ohio loved to kill people of color, coming out of stores all of the times. I can, we, it, it happens over and over again in Ohio. You know, uh, police officers to a lot of people of color in in Ohio are a clear and present danger to our lives. Well, I consider them a clear and present danger in general. All right, let's see what else we got. Daniel Lido say, is there a list of all the children Biden have sniffed and groped? You guys are so funny. But again, I know I know you, it makes you feel better. Mike Cisak said, there goes Egberto pushing the Russia hoax again. There's no Russia hoax. That was a true thing and verifiable and quantifiable. Michael Rodney says, Egberto, Obama promised a public option, then threw away the public the promise. That's why I said public option rather than a universal healthcare system such as Medicare for all. Yep, he did it because of that crazy guy from Connecticut who said he would simply let the bill die. It was a Democrat who sank the bill. Imagine that. Uh, what's the name of the, the senator from Connecticut? That's the one who did it. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Daniel doesn't uh, know what a Marxist or leftist is. No, he tries, though. He tries. He used the rhetoric from the right, and you know the rhetoric from the right is never, ever, ever, ever accurate. All right. Uh, Sheila Jackson Lee challenged Trump electors. Okay. Eric Hayes says, this is a big Harris County thing, according to statistics for Crime Stoppers. During the 2022, I won't read that one. 
Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. I got some more videos for you. Bernie Sanders uh, decided he, you know, it's, it's Labor Day weekend. So we're talking about a lot of things relative to the working class, working people, right? So what we have here is Bernie Sanders talking about healthcare, something that we all need. So Bernie uh, lays the case out perfectly on healthcare for all. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Well, I need to make sure. Bernie talks about healthcare. Check it out. We'll take it on the other side. You and I have had many talks about the universality of health care and why it's so weird that America doesn't have it. We made a, a, you know, some people say a very big step, but it, in the grand scheme of things, it was a small step with the uh, prescription drug discussion that taking these 10 prescription drugs and allowing Medicare to uh, negotiate for them the same way Costco negotiates for a better price on peanut butter because they're a bulk buyer. And everybody's out there calling it communism and, and socialist price fixing and all this kind of stuff. It's a little step. It's a meaningful $50 Ali, billion dollar step, but it's Ali, a little step. It's not everybody. It's just the ruling class. It's just the pharmaceutical industry that makes tens of billions of dollars in profit every single year by charging us the highest prices in the world. It's the Chamber of Commerce. It's the big corporations. Oh, my God. Imagine that. The government is actually doing something for working people to lower the cost of prescription drugs. This must be communism. This is awful and horrible. Right, 80% of the American people support Medicare negotiating prices. So it's not everybody. The vast majority of the people understand that the pharmaceutical industry is incredibly greedy. But we have got to go further. This, as you indicate, is a very tepid step forward. We're going to bring the legislation in, which does something very simple. It says, you know what? In America, we should not be paying 10 times more for the same drugs as Canada or Europeans are paying. We're going to pay the same prices. And I'm sure the industry will go crazy and put all kinds of 30-second ads on TV. But bottom line is, that's what the American people want. Healthcare is the same thing. Our healthcare system is totally broken. It should not be employer-based healthcare. We've got to do, as you and I have chatted about many times, what Canada, what other countries do. Healthcare is a human right, not a privilege. We should not be spending $13,000 for every man, woman, and child, well, 85 million are uninsured or underinsured. I, I will say, as a guy who gets accused of being a communist a lot, how do you explain to people that that what you what this bill is about prescription drugs is causing people who wish to sell into Medicare, which is a, a major distributor of drugs, to negotiate a price? To negotiate a price, not government control of the manufacture of drugs. And if you don't want to negotiate a price, guess what? Sell it on the free market outside of Medicare. That's your choice. This is such a radical idea, Ali. It's what every other major country in the world does. Everyone. It's what that's, the Europeans do, the Canadians do. That's we are how the radical only it is. country. We are the only country in the world that says to the drug company, oh, you want to charge, you know, half of the, this is really crazy stuff. Half of the new drugs now coming onto the market, you know what their treatment is? You know how much it costs? Over $200,000. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. People can't afford it. Medicare is going to go bankrupt or premiums are going to go soaring. So what we have got to tell the pharmaceutical industry is we want research. We want development. We want you to deal with cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, all the terrible illnesses out. But all your drugs in the world don't mean anything if people cannot afford it. The function of the pharmaceutical industry is to help cure disease, not to make billionaires even richer.
Absolutely so, absolutely so. And though, you know what drives me crazy? All of us need health care. All of us need affordable health care. None of us want to be bankrupted by, uh, by the health care industry stealing our money, you know. And what I don't get, including in our room, for the conservatives in our room, that somehow object to policies that ensure that if they get sick, their relatives get sick, they don't go, go bankrupt. For ideal, this is how, this is how effective hate is. This is how effective divide and conquer is. You let people hate among each other, right? And this is what you're able to achieve. I saw a TikTok uh, from Bernie, and I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to post it in, in its own uh, in its own piece uh, later on today, where Bernie identifies exactly what the plutocracy has done. It has turned us against each other using race, gender, and all these things, and so that we take our eye off the ball, and then they sweep it through. No sensible person can say, how can the United States government pay for the, develop, the initial development of most drugs to prove their viability, transfer the patent to a drug company, allow a drug company to charge whatever you can, and when the government comes back and say, no, we actually paid for that, we are not going to allow you to do that, the same people that you're helping include, you're not helping liberals, you're helping liberals, progressive, anarchists, conservatives, and everybody else to go ahead and try to make their lives better, more cost-effective. And what do they do? Because of they're sick in the mind with that ideological rump, they decide and say, I don't like that. And the pharmaceutical companies run to the bank and say, look at those suckers. They, they, just, they just make it so easy for us to rip them off. They make it so easy for us to rip us off. I wrote the book, as I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom a few years ago. And it's still a seller. People still buy it here and there. And, and the idea was to explain all these concepts from forming to, uh, to health care. I explain all of that in my book, uh, as I see it, how to, how to, um, the, as I see it, <laughs> it's funny when you forget the name of your own book, right? As I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. And I wrote that book when I was upset when the Medicare for all debate was going on, right? And it, the book continues to be so effective and real. In that the more things uh, changed, the more they stayed the same. And why it is that we have to keep the pressure on. But Bernie said something that was relative to my book today. And I was listening to the, inter to the interview that he did. And I was like, wow, yeah, Bernie, exactly right. Check it out. And we'll <clears throat> Bernie sat there and he spoke about uh, it is time now for us to have class warfare because the upper class they're cleaning our clocks check it out from bernie we'll we'll take it on the other side you got millions of working class people out there who say you know i understand trump is a phony but he claims at least to be standing for us who cares about us and what we have got to do what the democrats have got to do is begin to engage in class politics 
to understand that we've been in a class war now for decades and the wrong class is winning. And they got to be clear in standing up for the working class of this country, raising the minimum wage, passing labor law legislation, making it easier for workers to join unions, reforming our health care system so that we move to a universal health care system, not of 85 million uninsured or underinsured substantially lower the cost of prescription drugs, build the affordable housing that we need. We need to start standing up for the working class, not just the big campaign contributors and the 1%. Is it your sense that Democrats are doing enough to tell people that they're working for them? Because I heard from you a little early in this conversation, your sense that you don't think they are. Of course not, they're not. And that's why Trump is doing as well as he is. I don't think that the average worker out there thinks, leaves with Trump, let's give more tax breaks to billionaires, or agrees with Republicans who want to cut Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid education. They don't believe that. But they don't believe that the Democrats are standing up and fighting for them and taking on the corporate greed that exists out there right now. And that's what the Democrats should be doing. And if they do that, Biden's going to win this election in a landslide. Yes, if they do that, Biden will win the election in a landslide. Well, folks, I am going to be shutting down a bit early today. But beforehand, I'll finish reading uh, reading some of your your uh, your topics here. Bree says, healthcare, water, and air should be free for all, period. Big Pharma needs regulating. They make a profit, but not greed. I don't I don't have a problem with them making profit. But the truth of the matter is it proves to me that uh, that to me, right? The making of medicines, if, if private companies want to make medicines, let them go ahead and do it. But I think all the development that occurs in the universities and etc., all those patents should stay with the government. In other words, if the government, if, if, if the NIH paid for something, if the government uh, gave, uh, funded the research in school, etc., all those patents should remain with the government, and then the government can pay a pharmaceutical company to run tests. They can pay a pharmaceutical company to do all these things if they want to, or since healthcare is an ongoing thing, they should form their own pharmaceutical agency. I would love to see a pharmaceutical agency that develops stuff. Look, NASA does it, but eventually what NASA did as well is form things out to private companies to build. And what happens too often is the private companies make substandard stuff, not directly to the, to, to the uh, specification of NASA. By the way, I work for NASA. I understand how it all works out there. So I'm not just pulling this stuff out of my you-know-what. Anyhow, so that, that is important. Uh, Breed says, uh, Michael Rundin, in 2016, Trump basically ran a universal health care plan. It was completely BS, as was all his other promises. But Trump recognized how much the American population wanted a universal health care system. So he just lied and said he was going to give it. So that gave people the impetus to go ahead and vote for him. Now, will they do it again? Actually, they could if, and, and they will. If the, if the if the Democratic Party doesn't uh, hold heed to what uh, Bernie just said, and that is, hey, you got to make sure that people know what you stand for. Anyhow, anyhow, folks, I'm going to be out of here in a few minutes. But before I go, I want to ask you so kindly to support the program. How can you support the program? You support the program by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support. I'm putting the link in the feed. 
Uh, we couldn't do this without you. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. You can also subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, become a paid subscriber of our newsletter. If you're a paid subscriber of our newsletter at politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. Uh, you will be able to read all our books on Substack. Again, I'm, I'm slowly migrating. I have two of the five books already on Substack. I'm, I'm going to, as time goes on, I'll get the other books there. But even the new books that I'm writing, I'm working on three new books right now. All of those books will be on Substack. So anybody who uh, goes ahead and, uh, oh, yes, ask Egberto anything. Uh, that is on Saturday. I for, thank you for reminding me, Eric. Ask Egberto anything. Please go to politicsunright.com slash. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I did say that we were going to postpone it for one week. Uh, yeah, we're postponing Ask Egberto anything for one week. I just remember. I, I should have sent a notice out on that. I'll send a, I'll send a notice out on that inside of my Substack tonight. I will send a message out in the Substack tonight. But anyhow, folks, please support the program one more time. Politicsunright.com slash newsletter is the way to subscribe to our newsletter. If you get a paid subscription, there's a lot of perks that we're going to have. We have some right now, and we'll continue to have perks after perks after perks. Again, just to say thank you for supporting the program. And again, the all-encompassing way to support the program is at politicsunright.com slash support. Anyway, folks, thank you so kindly. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the program. I couldn't, we couldn't do it without all of you. How do I tag Egberto? Just at, uh, at Egberto uh, Willis, I think it is, uh, for Facebook. At Egberto Willis on Facebook. And, and if you're doing it on, on YouTube, it's just at Egberto Willis. That is how you tag me. Anyway, folks. I hope you have a wonderful Labor Day. Remember, Ask Egberto is postponed one week. Uh, so please, 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 please tag everyone you're it. Aha, I love it. You, you, you watch. I didn't realize that you watch um, Tom Hartman. He's a great guy, good friend of mine. Anyway, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.